Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. I was always a dreamer. I always saw a life beyond the life that I had as a child. It was like a big flashing light. This is what you're supposed to do. Everybody poo-pooed the idea. Network said it couldn't be done. You're in that zone, and it's that out-of-body experience where it just, everything clicks. Sometimes you have those dark moments. I was so depressed when I got fired. I was so mad. People don't need to be afraid to fail. And again, that, that's where you learn. You don't shouldn't be afraid of adversity. You know, that that is the thing that, that makes you strong. This is Jerry Levias. This is Jody Markell. This is Chi Yun. This is Dick Vitale, and you're listening to American Achievers. Welcome to American Achievers the podcast that celebrates ambition, commitment to excellence, risk-taking, and tenacity on the road to success. I'm Keith Dunavant. Some of my guests are world famous. Some are rather obscure. Our weekly lineup includes entrepreneurs, athletes, military heroes, civic leaders, artists, and media figures. What they all have in common is a sense of undeniable purpose and an intriguing story that reflects the power of the American dream. Launching a restaurant is one of the riskiest plays in American business. According to one study, more than 80% of all restaurants fail before reaching their fifth anniversary. The competition is keen. Consumer tastes, they're fickle. And just because you can cook a mean burger doesn't mean you can muster the various skills required to build and sustain a successful business. But turning one restaurant into a chain? That's about as likely as drawing a royal flush at your favorite Vegas casino. Ben Gilbert knows a thing or two about long odds. Gilbert and his partners Mike Fernandez and Jeff Kennedy met three decades ago as undergraduates at the University of Alabama. Carefully and without much fanfare, they have built Moe's Original Barbecue into a serious player in a competitive segment. Ranked among the top 10 barbecue chains by USA Today and as one of the fastest growing emerging chains by restaurant business. Starting with a single Colorado restaurant, the company now includes 52 locations and growing across 14 states, demonstrating the power of tasty food and a formula that works. Let's talk about entrepreneurship and the challenges of building a successful brand with Ben Gilbert. You and I both grew up in Athens, Alabama. I'm about 10 years ahead of you. What was it about that community that that shaped you? Um, You know, I I really enjoyed growing up in Alabama and uh, the small town feel. Um, you know, it was a typical, uh, childhood, you know, I grew up playing all the sports and, um, you know, hanging out with friends and, uh, you know, it was, uh, very family oriented and, uh, we always, uh, ate at my grandparents on, on Saturday, uh, Saturdays and Sundays and spent a lot of time, uh, at the grandparents growing up and, uh, at other friends' house also, houses also. And, uh, 
it was just, uh, you know, uh, the, the, I really like the small town feel. And I, I think that's kind of what drew me to, uh, move, uh, moving out, out West to Colorado, just the small town feel. And, um, uh, you know, just all the sports and the team aspect of it. Uh, it was, it was great. It was great. I really enjoyed growing up in Athens, miss it a lot. So what was your favorite food growing up? I have to ask you that, you know? Um, a favorite food. I, uh, you know, I really, uh, 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 wits, barbecue, cream delight. Those are my two things that, uh, uh, that really, when I think of food in, in Athens, uh, those are the two restaurants that, uh, um, I would really kind of grew up on. It's kind of what I think of when I, when I think of, uh, Athens, those were my, my two go-to spots growing up. And I'm sure at cream delight, you never had a foot long hot dog or chili dog, right? Uh, that was, that was the go-to and a chocolate milkshake. Those were the two things. And I, and I won't forget dubs hamburgers too i mean right. I, I always enjoyed going there too those were kind of the the three institutes in athens in, in my eye that's that's my opinion on that and i always like that and then you know just growing up uh you know my mom's cooking and my grandparents and uh you what, know what did your all... mom make that you really liked uh, you know, mom, you know, she cooked all kinds of good stuff. And, uh, you know, as far as, uh, dinners, you know, we always did like spaghetti casserole. We did chicken divan, uh, a, a lot of casserole dishes, um, growing up and, and a lot of vegetables. Um, and then my mom's a really good, uh, cooks a lot of good desserts, pound cakes, uh, Hershey bar cakes, uh, apple cakes. Um, they're, uh, you know, the honey bun cakes there. We always had a dessert laying around that she made. And, uh, those were, you know, my, my memories of, of growing up. Um, but she's, my mom's a great cook and so are my grandparents. And we were really good friends with, um, a family, Susan and Bill Anderson. And we would always, I don't know, growing up, I was either, we were, they were all either at our house or we were all over at their house eating, uh, eating dinner every, almost every night. So, uh, always grew up on Susan's cooking also. What's the most important lesson, uh, you learned out of growing up in this very family oriented environment in a small town that, that shaped the way you thought? Hmm. Um, you know, I, um, I just, just spending time with family, I, I feel is, you know, it's, I think, uh, I don't know today we've got, I've gotten so busy with, with all the restaurants. It's, it's hard, you know, I kind of find myself just running nonstop and not taking the time to just hang out and spend some time with, uh, either my kids or my wife or, uh, my parents and stuff. Uh, so, you know, just, uh, you know, just like on, on Sundays, like I was saying, when we would just go have, have lunch at the grandparents and then we'd just sit around and, and talk. And, um, that was, that was, uh, one thing that I really learned and, you know, you just don't get that much of that anymore. You know, it's just such a fast paced life now. And, um, I, uh, you know, kind of miss that, but, uh, 
Did you, know. you did you what did you dream about? Did you think you were going to have a, a future, you know, in the food service industry? No, no, I definitely didn't. I mean, I I you know, I I you know, right now how I am, I everything like I, I everything revolves around food to me. I I, I just I, I uh if if I was coming to visit you, I would be like googling cool restaurants to go to go visit but uh i never really uh I, I, we didn't you know even when we started mo's we didn't really even think it was gonna be as big as it is so i i didn't re- necessarily ever think i was going to get into the food re- or restaurant industry um but uh it's just kind of developed organically and uh you know i really enjoy it and you know kind of looking back at how I grew up around, you know, so much good home cooking. Um, I, I don't know. It seems kind of fitting. So what did you want to be when you were a kid? What did you dream about? Um, well, I just, you know, uh, like most kids, you know, you're in sports and, uh, you know, I played basketball, football, baseball, soccer, all the usual ones. And, uh, one day and fit like I think it was when I was in fifth grade my mom uh came came to me and she's like you're gonna start playing tennis and I was like okay I was like I was she like I've forced never you played. to play tennis she pretty much forced me to <laughs> she was like you're gonna start playing tennis and uh, taking tennis lessons and I really wasn't that into it I'll be honest and uh uh so I started she made me go unwillingly and so i went i started playing in fifth grade and uh it was uh you know 110 degrees out with 100 percent humidity and so uh it was character was felt you know yes yes and uh and so i that's kind of i started doing that and i just really uh uh kind of got addicted to to it and you know from there on i mean I, I really never missed a day of playing tennis um until i until after i graduated from high school i mean i really um what did you love about it uh you know just trying to make every shot perfect you know i, I just really i worked very hard every day to to get better and improve and uh and it just started growing from there. And, um, you know, uh, I, I started teaching tennis, I think around 16, that was kind of, kind of my first job. And, um, and then I, I kept teaching tennis all the way through high school. Uh, I went over to Huntsville to the Huntsville athletic club and, uh, we would, I was with an advanced group and we would get out of school around two and head over to Huntsville and uh practice with a a group and then we would teach all the juniors after that for a couple hours so that continued all the way through uh high school and i would do some private lessons uh here and there with certain people and that's kind of how i got into it and all the while i was you know playing tournaments and i don't know i guess that's kind of where i got my maybe i kind of got a work ethic you know where i was kind of self-disciplined that self-discipline part to you know make myself go every day and uh i think uh you know that that had a lot to do with my character uh 
nowadays, you know, just, you know, whether it be getting up to go to work or, or just getting up at five 30 to go to the gym in the morning, just having the self-discipline to go make it happen. Yeah. That's a key thing, obviously, in any sort of success is having that, that self-motivation. Um, is that where you sort of began to, to see the, the connection between hard work and achievement? Um, I, I don't know that I did in, in high school, I'll be honest with you. I definitely see it now more, more and more. Cause you know, we have so many employees and we really push the, uh, the self-discipline part and, you know, just finishing, you know, finish the job. And, uh, uh, but I, I definitely think it had, had a, a big part, uh, the, just me working every day, day in and day out with the tennis to my work ethic nowadays. Uh, I think it, uh, it definitely had a lot to do with it for sure. I, I did, we did really good in ten. We, we won the state championship three years in a row at, uh, in Athens. And, uh, so I got some scholarship offers. Uh, I had three or four scholarship offers to play tennis I think my parents really wanted me to, and I, I really did too. And, um, the schools just weren't that big. I really wanted to go to a big school. Um, you know, and, and, and at that time, the only schools I really knew were Alabama or Auburn. And, uh, so, um, obviously a lot of people from Athens, uh, uh, go to Auburn. Uh, I really enjoy, uh, enjoyed my times, you know, visiting all my friends down there. Um, but I ended up going to the University of Alabama just to, for the big school uh, uh, aspect and uh, had a great time. Uh, I was a Phi Gam there and just uh, it was just awesome. Uh, it was it's a it's a it was a huge part of our uh, of Mo's and my life. You know, it's kind of how we got all our. Uh, our net, our social networking going and met all these people. And, uh, uh, some of these people now own Mo's and, um, you know, the university of Alabama was just great, man. It was, uh, it, it was a special time, of uh, my life and, uh, just really enjoyed it. And so how did you guys, you know, get together and come up with the, uh, the idea to, to start cooking? Um, well, we, uh, you know, at the time, you know, when, when I moved out here, um, uh, Mike Fernandez, my partner from, uh, he's from Tuscaloosa originally. Um, he was running, uh, Grouse Mountain Grill, um, which is up by Beaver Creek. Uh, Jeff Kennedy, my other partner from Huntsville, Alabama was running Cougar Ridge Cafe. And at that time I was at the Gore Range Brewery. Uh, in in Edwards, Colorado, where I live, and uh, you know we we were all running our other restaurants at the time, and you know we were just kind of looking for a unique uh, concept, uh, a unique niche to fill, and uh, you know we 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 really we all like barbecue, we all grew up around it, and um, we liked Southern cooking. And there was really nowhere to get it out here. And uh, finally, we just saw there was a niche to be filled. Um, we found, uh, I think it was Mike on eBay. He found a converted horse trailer that had been 
made into a kitchen on wheels. Um, I think it was a 40 foot trailer. I bet you needed a lot of Lysol for that, right? (laughs) Well, the guys uh, before us that had built it out, they luckily they had to take care of all that. So it had been gutted and made into a full on kitchen. And, uh, and it was down in Durango, Colorado. So we talked to one of our other buddies with a big truck to drive down there with us. We scraped together all the money that we had to buy that, which, which we didn't have much. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of how it started. We, we found an empty lot, uh, here in Edwards, Colorado, um, there, there had been a, a Mexican uh, truck on there, tacos and burritos, and the guy had gotten kicked off the lot for some reason. So uh, myself, Mike, and Jeff, we jumped on it, went and talked with the guy who owned the lot, and he said, yeah, sure. So June of 2001, that summer, we we all quit our jobs and, and jumped in. Okay, and, uh, I have to ask now, this is a – a key moment for every successful entrepreneur, you know, you, you have to, you have to take that leap. You quit your job. Yep. I mean, that is a huge thing. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. When you quit your job and you say, I'm going to follow this dream. That's a big thing. Why did you do that? Uh, you know, I, I think it was just that, I guess the entrepreneurial spirit that the three of us had, and, uh, it was definitely scary. I was, I was definitely scared doing it because number one, we, we really didn't have any money, any money and we were about to spend every dime we had. And, um, uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, just, but we also knew that we had a, we had a good product and a, and a very unique niche to be filled in, in our Valley. And, uh, we, we were, I think we were all just confident that we could make it happen. And, um, it, uh, it took off. Uh, we sold out like a hundred days straight. Um, we, you know, we cook our, that's one of our things we cook fresh every day and when it's gone, it's gone. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just a hit right off the bat. And, uh, it was, a it was a great summer. You know, we, we worked, we worked really long, hard hours, um, in that, in that trailer every, every day. And, uh, but it was great. And that's kind of how we, uh, developed, um, the Moe's brand that, that summer. And it's just continued to build, uh, over the years. But yes, it was very scary when I, when I quit my job, I was like, uh, man, what am I doing? I was like, but you know, I, we all had faith and, um, you know, the, the community here, uh, just loved it. And, um, it, uh, just grew from there. Thanks for joining us on American achievers. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to access our exclusive premium content, visit us AmericanAchievers.us, or search for American achievers at patreon.com. For a few bucks a month, you can access our exclusive monthly email newsletter, the monthly American Achievers Extra audio program, and the quarterly Zoom show American Achievers Green Room, where you can interact with one of our accomplished 
and intriguing guests. For details, visit AmericanAchievers.us and click on the Premium Membership button. Now back to the program. How did you develop the recipe for your for your barbecue? What was special about it? Um, well, Mike Fernandez, my partner, um, he started Moe's in Tuscaloosa back in 1988 with Moe's Day. Uh, he was a black man from uh, Tuscaloosa that used to cook for everyone uh, at the Tuscaloosa Country Club on weekends. And uh, Mike and his brother uh, asked Mo Moses Day to to be a partner in their restaurant, and they named it after him. Um, and uh, Mike and his brother did that for a couple of years, and Mike uh, shut that down. Uh, Mike opened up the old train station which you might remember. And, um, it was a popular bar. And, uh, after Mike was done with the train station, he, uh, enrolled in culinary school out here at Johnson and Wales in Vail. They don't have the school here anymore, but that's what brought him out here. And, you know, like I said, we all kind of migrated out here and started, uh, started our own restaurant running other restaurants for other people. And, and then we started Mo's back up and, uh, you know, it's a probably a, a little bit different of a concept, but we fine tuned it over the years and, uh, fine tuned the recipes. Um, a lot of the recipes are, uh, ones that Mike's come up with, uh, that we've come up with in, in, in conjunction that, uh, some of his mom's recipes, some of my mom's grandparents, Jeff's, mom uh you know we've we've kind of pulled from everywhere um we've we kind of you know we always really uh love the meat and three restaurants growing up but we also like barbecue and one thing that we always noticed growing up was um a lot of the barbecue joints were were good at one thing whether it be um their sauce is good the other place they might just have really good ribs. The other place might have just good pies or other places might be known for their, uh, hamburgers, you know? So we wanted to kind of put those two concepts together, the meat and three and the Southern Alabama barbecue joint, bring them together. And we wanted to make everything good every day. Um, and, uh, that's, that's kind of where our, our concept grew out of and, uh, you know, cooking it fresh. Um, we, uh, we think barbecue needs to be fresh every day and, uh, to have a, a, a superior product. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, sometimes when people come to our store and we're sold out, you know, that's the downside of it, but we believe strongly in having fresh food. So how long did it take you for to make the leap from, hey, we got a really successful local restaurant here to having a chain barbecue restaurant? Because, I mean, that's a tough on so many levels, and I want us to talk about those. How, how long did it take you to make that, that leap? Um, that was probably uh, maybe six or seven years. Um, we, we worked really hard, you know, in the trailer, uh, we, we moved locations, 
Um, then we finally got a, a small spot in Lion's Head Village, which is at the base of Ale Mountain. Um, then we grew to another spot in, in Lion's Head Village, a um, little bit bigger. Then we opened our spot in Eagle, Colorado. And so then we had two locations going, um, uh, you know, our, and then, you know, just a lot of our friends, like I said, you know, growing, you know, going to the university of Alabama, the networking and all of our, our, our friends that were, you know, uh, drug reps or, uh, working in, uh, uh, real estate or whatever, they started to notice what we were doing. And, uh, you know, we, we had, uh, we had a, a two brothers, uh, Eric and Kevin Witherington from Birmingham and, um, they were out visiting and, uh, started chatting and they were, you know, Kevin and I were sitting at the, uh, bar in, in uh, Vail at our restaurant having a beer. And he was like, you know what? I think I want to open one of these in Birmingham. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and, uh, I didn't really. I was just kind of, I kind of blew it off and, and then, you know, we started talking more and we ended up, uh, opening up a store in Vestavia. Um, shortly after that, we, um, uh, one of our, uh, friends from here, Mark White, um, he, uh, he was working with us and, uh, he wanted to move back, uh, down South to orange beach. And we had a spot there that we'd found that Mike had, uh, found. And, uh, so he moves down and opens it up and, and then it just kind of started to, you know, like I said, just organic growth. We, we don't like go out searching for these people. It's just a lot of people coming to us wanting to do it. And it's just been growing ever since. And by the way, yeah. you are pretty big in, in in barbecue central of Alabama. Now, that's pretty gutsy because you you were <laughs> you were taking on some pretty big powerhouse uh, brands, lo- both locally and from a regional standpoint. Well, like I said, you know, we're um, I I respect all those guys. We, we you know, uh, between myself, Mike, and Jeff, we all love a lot of those places but um you know we have a good product and we we stand behind it and uh, and and we went for it you know and uh and we weren't we're not really scared to to do that and we've we've proven that we uh can make it happen but a lot of this has to do with our partners too you know it's not just us you know like i was saying the guys in Birmingham, um, they, they stuck their neck out for us and, and they've done a great job. And like, likewise with, uh, Mark, uh, going down to South Alabama, um, uh, and then all of our other partners that have followed, uh, everybody's has, has, you know, it, it's not just us, it's our partners too. So, uh, so we, how do you, and, and of course you don't refer to them as franchisees, right? Uh, tell me about the, the distinction. Uh, you know, we just, we don't, we don't particularly like the franchise word, you know, we've, we've tried to change it up as much as we can. And we, we, we think of our, our store owners as partners, um, you know, you know uh, we've, 
we kind of joke around with the word franchise instead of franchise. <laughs> and, uh, um, but, uh, you know, it, it's worked so far and, uh, it's, uh, you know, as we get bigger, we're definitely having to add on more infrastructure and systems in place to kind of get in that more corporate, uh, world, which we don't like that word either, but, you know, it's just part of it as, as you grow. Um, but, uh, we definitely have tried to stay away from the typical franchise by definition. What's the, up to this point, what's been the, the most difficult, uh, obstacle to overcome to, to building the company to where it is now? Uh, I, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, just, trying to find good partners, you know, it's, 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 that's always a tough one. The employees, uh, especially, you know, nowadays it's, it's been a, it's always a challenge, um, you know, finding good, good help and keeping them. Um, I would say those are the, uh, the big, big struggles up until, up until now, now that with the whole COVID thing and, the supply chain, um, that is, uh, that's added a whole different element, uh, of challenges right there. But, uh, you know, you, we, we just, we want to make sure that we're, you know, we've always said, you know, the Southern hospitality and, you know, when people walk into our restaurant, we want it, we want it to be like, you're walking into our house for a dinner party, you know, and we want to make sure that, um, that we're, we're, we're providing that good customer service and hospitality when people walk in and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's tough sometimes, you know, we, we work, uh, we work really hard day in and day out to, to train everyone. And that's not just me that that's all of our partners. Um, they're, they're working really hard and, you know, it's, uh, it's tough sometimes it's the restaurant business is very tough. Um, it's uh it's challenging and uh, i'm sure uh, a lot of people in the restaurant world are talking to themselves a lot of mornings when they're driving to work going what am i doing <laughs> but uh but it is fun and uh we I, I love what i do and we have a great time in there and you know there's a lot of uh just instant gratification you know that you get when People come up and say, you know, the food, the meal was great. The food was great. The ribs were awesome. It's, uh, it's kind of what keeps you going. Have you kind of perfected what the, the Moe's original, um, experience is right now? Is it, is it mature? Do you think? Uh, I mean, we're, we're constantly, uh, developing and changing things, but yeah, it definitely has matured for sure. You know, we, you, you didn't we didn't really know what, what we were doing at the beginning. We were just kind of, uh, well, I guess we were more reacting to things and we're trying to be more proactive these days. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I do think the brand has, has matured a lot for sure. So when someone comes to you, a new partner, take me through that process of, of what you want to know about the market, about them, about their commitment to your quality and all that stuff to put me in that, in your, in the seat. Well, you know, the first thing, you know, they're going to, uh, apply, uh, through our website. Um, you know, after the, after a couple of, uh, 
email interactions. We'll have a phone call. Um, after that, uh, usually they'll, um, we'll have kind of a, a meet and greet out here in, in Vail, in the Vail area and kind of show them what we do. Um, we, we try to play, you know, a little, a little bit of devil's advocate because we really want to want people to know what they're getting into. Um, a lot of people are always looking from the outside in at us and there's a lot going on behind the scenes, um, that a lot of people don't see. We get, we get a lot of people that, um, uh, just, they, they love grip, like cooking out at the house or, or smoking, at, smoking their, their pork butt or their brisket at home. And they're like, I want to get in the restaurant business. And there's a lot more to it than that. And, uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're getting the, the right, uh, guy or girl, uh, in our, in, in, in our company to uh, represent our brand. And, uh, and then, uh, after that, you know, we'll, uh, we're, we're working on, uh, getting in with a new, uh, site development company right now as we speak. And, um, uh, that's going to be a, a whole new level for us. We've, we've really, like I said, grown organically over the years, but, uh, now as we're getting in that 50 ish, uh, store range, we just realized that we need to, to add some more, uh, infrastructure and tools to, to our chest to, uh, to ensure that, you know, our, our growth is in the right direction. You're listening to American achievers. Stay tuned for more conversation. Is it a different company now than it was, let's say five years ago in terms of how you run it? Uh, yes, for sure. For sure. You know, we've just recently, uh, brought on, uh, a, uh, consultant nick bennings uh from he's from the uh, new orleans area and uh he's really helping us uh, implement some new tools um but a lot of it you know from from the beginning for lack of a a better term was just the shake uh handshake deal and and we it was kind of you know just our gut our gut feeling you know on on these guys, like whoever the, the, the guy or girl that wanted to open a store. And, um, that's kind of how Mike and Jeff and I, I did, you know, we would, they would come to us with a, an area or a location and, you know, we would all sit or we'd have a meeting and talk about it and go, you know, is, what do you guys think? And can, you know, we'd have, you know, some meetings with them personally and look at the spot and, but a lot of it was just a, a gut feeling. And, um, you know, now we've, we've had to shut down some restaurants, uh, for various reasons here and there. And, you know, we really want to, uh, you know, kind of protect the brand a little bit more. So we're trying to invest some money in in uh, proper growth from here on out. Okay. So how does it feel to, first of all, build something, a brand that you know that you've created that uh, thousands, millions of people are aware of and experience. How does that hit you? Uh, 
I don't know. It's just kind of normal now, you know. I mean, it, at first it was it was a little, you know, it was like, wow, this is cool. You know, we get stores and you know Orange Beach, Alabama, Birmingham. Then we, you know, we were in a moved to Auburn and Tuscaloosa, and you know, the next thing you know, we were you know moving up into Tennessee and Georgia and the Carolinas, and you know, our you know next thing you know, we've got a buddy. Uh, Dewey wanting to open up stores up in Maine and, you know, the next thing you know, it's working up there. And, um, it's, it's, it's really, it's been really cool to see it grow. It's, it's been awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, like I said, it's just kind of, it's kind of normal now for me. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think a lot about it, but it it is awesome. We, we really, uh, not just me, but Mike and, and Jeff also, we enjoy providing opportunities um, that have helped out a lot of people uh, with opening stores and giving them a good life and, and, and the employees too, you know, we've, we've got some, some great people, some great people across the United States that, that help make Moe's what it is. But the, you know, just for the average person out there who's, you know, never owned one restaurant, much less all these restaurants, um, to think that it started with one idea. You guys get together and say, what if, right? How do you connect the dots intellectually between, you know, the what if idea and where you are today? You know, I think a lot of it comes down to just, you know, like, like, like you talked about earlier, when you, when you make that commitment to go, okay, I'm about to quit my job and, and, put everything on the line it, it's a lot and uh you know i'm i'm probably that that probably didn't come from me i'm i'm pretty conservative i, I like to play the odds uh but mike and jeff are probably pushed me to to do that their 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 personalities probably pushed that a lot i was i was probably pretty nervous a lot of the time um more than they were and, uh, but man, it all, <clears throat> it all worked out and, uh, you know, just having the guts to go for it, you know, it, it's, it's a lot, you know, and, and, and we have a lot of people that do that, that come to us and they're like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I you know, I've, I'm married, I've got kids. I'm, I'm worried about this, my house payment and, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, it's hard, you know, to, to, to put everything on the line and, uh, you know, uh, I, we, we, you know, we put the restaurant first, you know, it's, we put all our time and energy into it and that's what it takes, you know, and, uh, you know, things have started to pay off for us. It took a long time and it took us, you know, from when we started Moe's, uh, in 2001, I mean, it probably wasn't until 2000. 10 2011 till we started making a decent paycheck i mean and that's now, just that a is a paycheck. hell of a long payout i mean it, most it really people, was most people don't have a stomach for that why did why yeah. did you have a stomach for that you know i, I you know i i don't know maybe i i kind of joke that i don't know maybe i'm just dumb <laughs> i just kept going back i don't know um but uh, you know we just we knew that we had a a good thing going and um we stuck with it and 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 that's not how all of our, our we've refined everything these days and our 
our store owners aren't aren't necessarily like that anymore but we uh we stuck with it a long time you know and it it, it took a lot of hard work and effort and um, building the uh the brand and the culture and you know uh, getting in with the community and just being a, a staple in the community. And, uh, it took a long time and, but we, we stuck with it and we worked hard and we did everything that we could to, to, to make that happen. And it was a, a lot of long hours and, you know, uh, being away from our wives and kids and, you know, um, missing, you know, missing the foot Alabama football game on Saturdays because we were working, you know, and, and stuff like that. And a, a lot of people don't remember those days that Mike and Jeff and I, you know, we were up at 6 AM and, you know, wouldn't get home until seven or eight at night. You know, that was a, a normal day and we were working six days a week. And we, 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 at that time we were shut down on Sundays and that was our one day off. And, uh, but you know, it's a lot of hard work, you know, and you, you've got to be dedicated and, uh, you can't just take that mentality of like, ah, I, I just don't feel like dealing with it today. You've got to have that self-discipline to get out of bed every morning and, and go in there and be the cheerleader and, and make it happen. How much of that can you connect back to the discipline that you learned becoming a really good tennis player um you know i you know looking back on it i'm i'm guessing that definitely um had a lot to do with it you know the the details and and uh the self-discipline of just going to do it every day and yeah it it, it probably it, you know i didn't know it at the time but yeah i think that that definitely um had a lot to do with it for sure what would you tell a young person today who has a dream, um, but it's risky, it's scary? What would you tell him about pursuing that dream? Well, you know, we, we really like the, uh, you know, finding a unique niche, you know, and, and I'm speaking specifically, uh, well, I, I think with any business, but specifically in the restaurant world, you know, you see so many people just doing the same old typical restaurant, you know, with the hamburger, the chicken sandwich, the pasta dish, the steak and the fish dish, you know, it's just the typical, uh, um, re American restaurant. And, um, you know, we always just put, you know, push people to, you know, find a unique niche that they know they can, uh, stand out with. And, uh, and then you just got to have the guts to go for it, you know, and, and, and knowing that it's, it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be easy. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of long hours and hard work, but if you, if you do it the right way, it can really pay off. How does it, how tough is it? Um, the fact that you've built this brand to where it is now, um, that when you meet with someone and you start down the process of, uh, of opening a new restaurant, that you are risking your baby, you're risking your brand every time you bank on a new partner. It's, it's, it's really hard. You know, we, we want everybody operating at 110% and, 
that's not always how it goes. Um, you know, especially this past past year with with the whole COVID, we we shut down quite a few stores, um, and it's tough. It's kind of a, a blow to your 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 ego. I mean, we're we like winning, man, and that's that's a loss in our book. You know, we're we we want to win the national championship every day when we open the doors. It's kind of our our joke when we're when we're opening uh, a new store and. Like we're not here to come in second. So we, uh, it's tough, you know, especially, you know, we've had, had some, uh, stores that just haven't worked out and, uh, it's, a it's definitely a, uh, a punch to your gut, you know, when you have to shut down a store and we, we, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot, it, it's, we're losing in, in my, in my book on that one. So, uh, you know, you just continue to try to learn from those uh, those situations and try to improve. What's, you know? the, and, uh, what's the most important lesson you've learned out of out of failing in that situation? Uh, you know, I, I think it's just it's just having the ability to uh, understand that hey, we made a bad decision and we need to learn from it. And like I said, you know, from us bringing on Nick Bennings, our, our consultant, you know, that I think that's a perfect example here is, you know, uh, you can't do it all on your own and, and you need some help at some points, at some point in your, in the maturity of your business, you don't, you need to, uh, not be too proud to ask for help. You know, I, I, that's, that's, that's been the important part to me because, you know, all in all, you know, we want to, we, we've, we've got it pretty much down, but, uh, as you get, as you grow, you, there's, there, there are points where you need to, um, understand that you got to ask for help. And, and, uh, that's what Nick is doing for us right now. And it's been great. And we've been making some, some big strides. How big can your company get? You know, I think that just depends on, on, on how good we can set up the infrastructure. Are you focused on becoming huge with this brand? I think that's where we are right now. We want to continue to grow. I mean, we're not looking to open up a hundred stores in a year. We, you know, we're on that, uh, 10 to or 10 stores a year, eight to 10 stores a year. We're comfortable with that right now. And that's kind of where we've been. And, um, that that's, that's our goal right now you know to continue to grow and you know i i hope that we get to 100 stores but you know everybody always asks what's you know where do you want to get to and I, you know I, I was never at 50 stores but we got to 50 and we reevaluated and we're comfortable with it so we're, we're continuing to grow and I, I, maybe if and when we get to 100 We'll probably all sit down and we'll go, Hey, where are we? And do we want to continue to grow? But that's, that's our goal is to continue to open stores and expand the brand. How tough is it to maintain the quality and the, the, that special Moe's experience, um, and grow fast enough? I mean, um, that, that's, that's the ball game right there, right? Yeah. Uh, 
it, it's a it's a battle every day. You know, we uh, it's everyone is having issues, uh, and not just Mo's. This is everyone across the United States is having issues getting employees right now. Um, and uh, you know that in itself is, you know, we want to have that that A plus candidate walking in the door and uh, it's been tough, you know, it's been tough uh, uh, attracting employees. And therefore, if you don't, if you don't have employees, there's, you, you can't really grow. So um, those two go hand in hand, but uh, it's a battle every day, just training and making sure you know, whether it be the, the, the beans are made right, the, the, the pit is running perfect and is on time or your, your, your hospitality up front is, is good with the customers. The place is clean. Um, you've got that, that, that Southern hospitality, that great atmosphere out there. It's a battle. It's, it's, it's we've, you got to be on top of it and it's, uh, it's draining some days, but you know, you just keep going and, and fighting and uh, pushing to make it better. What does success look like to you? Let's say 10 years from now with this brand. Uh, you know, as long as we're just making strides to improve certain things, you know, like I said, you know, bringing on the site selection company to improve on, uh, site locations, um, you know, our marketing or our infrastructure, uh, in the office, uh, helping our, our franchisees, um, uh, you know, uh, as long as we're making those steps and, and growing, um, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with that, you know, and, and I hope this whole employee, uh, uh, situation improves, uh, over the, the next year, um, we're we're really banking that that things improve on that end. Uh, it's been it's been tough on um, a lot of our owners, man, and, and and us too. You know, we're we have our own two company owned stores, so you know, I was I was washing dishes yesterday and making sandwiches, and so you know, I'm a lot of people don't think that we're we're living it, and and we live it. Uh, every day. Um, I was, as I was getting ready, my partner, Mike was in the restaurant. And, um, so we're, we're here all the time and, uh, and we're going and, you know, Jeff just got off the road traveling and he was in the restaurant yesterday. So it's, uh, it's not like we're, we're, uh, out playing golf or just hanging out skiing every day. Well, if somebody came to you tomorrow and said, man, I love your concept. I love your food. I want to take you public, uh, but you're going to lose control of it. What would you say? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. You, you always have people come to you and be like, Oh, you know, it, that is always kind of the, uh, the pipe dream that people bring up. But, you know, I think we want to, our main goal is to continue to build our infrastructure to make the 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 brand better and the company better and that's what we're really focused on and you know I, I don't i think i know that no one's gonna come to us tomorrow because 
we need to continue to build um, what we have. And, uh, you know, from, from us doing our, our, our studies, we know we're, we're not where we need to be and we need to continue to get better for, for our partners and for us and, and keep it growing. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't think the three of us want to lose control of anything. And, um, we, we, we see that with the, with the companies going public, it's, uh, they lose a lot of the, the soul. And what is the soul of your business? You know, I, like I said, you know, it's, you know, cooking fresh daily, all of our partners, um, you know, uh, the atmosphere, um, our, our customers, you know, you know, we've for, we, we try to create that cult like following, you know, and they're, they have a lot to do with, with who we are, you know, having that customer come in three or four times in one week is, yeah, it's just awesome seeing that. And that, that, uh, really creates the, the soul of the company. And, you know, you know, back in the day, it was just me, Mike and Jeff, uh, making that happen, making the soul happen. But now it's, you know, we've got a big group of people, you know, and, uh, our, our, our office and all of our employees at all the stores, um, our, our owners, um, they, they make it happen. They're, they're the ones that are making the soul happen on a daily basis. But, uh, it's, uh, it's been, been great to see. What have you learned about yourself out of this whole building process? Uh, just, you know, you know, we really, you know, like I keep bringing up the self-discipline to just keep going, you know, do it the right way. Um, you know, when you're tired, you know, you might not want to take that employee and go, all right, let's go through this one more time. You know, you got to really have that self-discipline to keep that going. And, and some days I, it's tough, you know, it's, it's tough and you're, you're tired and, but you know, we, you know, we, we keep going for some reason. We, we love what we do. And, um, it's, uh, it's kind of in our blood, you know, um, uh, you always hear about people that get out of the restaurant business and, and then they can't stand being away from their back in it. And I guess it's just, like I said, in our blood and we just enjoy kind of the, the day-to-day chaos and not knowing what you're getting into. And it's, I guess it's kind of a, a addictive. It, it is, it is, it does beat you down, but you know, every day I show up to work and so does Jeff and so does Mike. And so do all our partners. So it's, uh, it's just, uh, I don't, I don't know if you, unless you've been in the restaurant business, I guess it's, it's hard to explain, but you just, you, you, you love that, that instant gratification and, and being around the employees, the camaraderie and joking around and, um, cooking fresh food. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. Is there something about owning this business, uh, this taking this idea and making it successful at a, at a at a pretty big level, that's personally validating for you? 
Well, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say, you know, I just don't want to fail. You know, we want to continue to, to get better. And, um, I guess that's, that's, I guess you could say that's validating for me. I just, I just, I just don't, we want to, like I said, we want to win the national championship every day <laughs> we go in there and, uh, we want to make sure that we are, uh, we're serving championship style ribs, pork, chicken, turkey, whatever it may be, our sides, we want it to be championship style every day. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's validating to me, you know, and, and as long as we're continuing to improve and, uh, learn from our mistakes, that that's, that's big in my book. And what does your story reflect do you think about the american dream and you know the possibilities um it is it is the american dream i guess you know um growing up in a small town in athens alabama and and you know moving out to colorado and starting this this concept um it's it's been great and you know it can happen. You know, it's a lot of hard work. It's not easy. And, uh, you got to have the, the guts to go for it. Uh, but, um, the, the, re the rewards are great, you know? Um, but you do have your, your tough days in there. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of, a lot of times now we see a lot of, a lot of these younger kids that, that just want to quit. And, you know, the grass is always greener and, um, it's just easier to quit and go do something else. And, um, and we really, uh, um, push people to stick with it and, and, and make it happen. You know, it's, 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 it's hard day in and day out. And, um, but if you take care of it, it can really pay off for you and, uh, provide a, a good, uh, good life and and hopefully a retirement in the future what's the most important lesson you've learned out of uh out of your company uh about the principles of success that would translate to people in other fields oh man uh the principles of success uh i would say um as far as our concept goes that would translate um you know i mean a, a lot of what our, our core of what really made this happen with us is just our work ethic you know having a good work ethic because we see uh you know time and time again that, that you know a lot of people just don't really want to work that hard these days and um having a, uh, a good work ethic is, is huge. It's, uh, it can make or break you. Um, you know, when you're, when all your, your, your friends are going on vacation or, or going out and, and you're stuck working, um, it, it's tough for a lot of people these days. And, um, we push the work ethic, um, a lot, you know, it's, uh, 
it's it's tough getting that through to to um some of the the younger kids these days um just to, we we can really notice it when we're when we have kids and you know between me Mike and Jeff when you see a a, a guy or a girl that has that that something in it and them and you're just like man that kid can be awesome one of these days and it's really disappointing when they they don't go that route because you can really see that they've they've got the work ethic they've got the social capabilities um, the people skills um uh and it's really disappointing when when it doesn't work out especially for me because you're just like ah that kid is has such a bright future but um you know uh just having that work ethic having the people management skills are are really big especially you know i always um yell at my kids for you know just locking into uh social media or their computer or video games and I want them to get outside and, and go interact with people. And it's, uh, it's, it's tough with a lot of the kids. We, we push that big, um, out here being in the Vail Valley is just get out, go do something, you know, and, uh, that always improves your people management skills, just being around people. And, um, you know, I would say the the work ethic is is huge. So how um, how good does it make you feel when you find one of those diamonds in the rough or one of those kids who has that something special, in which you got to realize at that point that you're doing more than running a restaurant. You're really um, tapped into something that that's that's fundamental. And so when you when you see someone like that who has something special. The, the the possibility to to really um become something how does that make you feel oh man it, there's nothing better you know when when everything when you have a, a kid like that or or maybe it's just a day in the kitchen that goes great and everyone's uh working as a team um just it, it's there's nothing better you it's it's great you know uh, we we love um, just developing, um, you know, whether it be a kitchen manager or just a, a high school kid that's coming in, we, we love it. And, um, there's, there's nothing better to see someone just growing and developing the self-discipline, the work ethic, you know, uh, just having, you know, like, like I said, the social, you know, people management skills, um, there's nothing better than that. Thanks to Lane McGibbony and all the good folks at Boutwell Studios for all the TLC required to bring this podcast to life. And audio engineers Joe Beeman and Jonathan W. Hickman. Remember, everyone has a special talent. You just need to identify it, cultivate it, and be willing to pay the price. You too can become an American achiever.